Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Is it just like a kid Is that, is that a kid yelling or is that like, it sounds like a, it's either a coyote or a kid. The fuck is that? I want to go outside. Yeah, let's go see what this is. We'll be right back. There is someone down the street making a, just, yeah, just yelling like that over and over again. And uh, I can hear someone else, another street down, yelling back, doing other noises. So it, you were saying it's like in Italy when everyone was singing out the window during yeah, except the. This is Burbank's version of it, I guess. Two dumbasses yelling out their window. So Ryan went through a few, uh, few of his own. Uh, <laughs> here, I'll, I'll roll it back to see if it, you it hear picked it? it up outside the window. Here, here it is. <laughs> yeah. Did they, did, did they respond? I don't think so. They kept doing. They kept screaming back. I don't hear it anymore. Yeah, maybe. I think, that, I think someone yelled at them to shut up. <laughs> Like it, it's, it, it was almost as beautiful as what happened in Italy, but um, I remember I thought people kept like changing those videos and making it look like they were singing other songs, <laughs> yeah. and a lot of people believed it. Anyway, episode 188. Eight. Eight? 188? 188 of the Super Mega Podcast. Welcome, boys yeah. and girls. Hope everyone is doing well in quarantine, or if you're listening to this out of quarantine in the future, hope, I hope we didn't die. Yeah. Yeah. So, Doubt uh, it. I, I don't think so. Think we're good. Fingers crossed. Yep. How uh, how you been, Ryan? How's your week been? You bored as hell? Uh, uh, I guess. Yeah, I've just been doing the same shit. I've been uh, just kind of can't remember from the last podcast I said what my sleeping schedule was. I think I did. And it's yeah. about the same. Like, I'll stay up because I stay up just for Animal Crossing for that five a.m. Just so it's I can beautiful do what. Oh Jesus Christ! Sorry, I actually threw up in my mouth. But I, I see the tears it. in your eyes. Yeah, yeah, I can see it's kind of watery. But uh, I've been playing Animal Crossing. Been playing Call of Duty. Been playing. Uh, I mean, that's essentially it for that. And then been watching movies. Same. Been. I don't know. I just. I just wake up and it's just kind of like there's no purpose. It's great. So I I just feel like I don't. I don't care when I wake up or when I go to bed because it doesn't matter. Yeah, I feel that. Uh, At least for us. I've been watching movies, Ryan. Yeah, you. Oh, yeah. Here's an update, Matt. uh, After our our intervention last episode, he went and he watched uh, the three movie his three movie marathon, which was How to Save a Life. Uh, Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings Return, Return of the, of the King, King, which is and three and a half Loquisha. hours. And Loquisha, yeah. So can we, can we, let's go one by one. Uh, let's, let's, let's talk about, because I have seen all Two of these movies, but one, I would say. Yeah, so you haven't, you haven't but seen But I, I don't remember Return of the King. I, I just remember not liking Lord of the Rings when I was little, so. Yeah, so while, while you were stuck twiddling your thumbs wondering, what the hell do I do with my day? 
I was lucky enough to have already my, have a my plan. whole day lined up for me. <laughs> so I was like up. nine, ten hours almost. Uh, I started at around eleven a.m. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I went in my living room, um, and I was actually here's the thing: was I was looking forward to doing. Uh, not much that day. I I kind of was like, it was like, oh, I'm gonna try to maybe you know do something creative today. I don't know, just do something fun. Yeah. No, I was like, fuck. I told Ryan, I promised I would do it before the next podcast, and it's either I I do it uh on this day or I do it tomorrow. Uh, and tomorrow was l- slowly looking like it was not gonna be an option because I was I was gonna be busy. So I was like, okay, you know, fuck, you know what? I'll do it. And it wasn't something I planned. I wasn't like, I'm going to wake up tonight and do it. It was kind of a spur of the moment. I was like, You're just like I'm just going to get it. I was like, I'm just going to do it. Knock it out of the so, way. So I put on To Save a Life, uh, which as as described in a past episode is a Christian movie. One of one of those where uh, a kid's friend. So th- this kid saves uh, another kid um, when they're young. He pushes him out of the way of a truck and they're best friends. Uh, then... In high school, the kid that got pushed out of the way of the truck becomes a hotshot and he becomes cool. But the kid that that saved his life is not cool anymore. You know, he's mm-hmm. not cool. So th- this one friend just changes and and doesn't realize that his old friend, the one that saved his life, is 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 struggling with 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 mental illnesses and, and depression. So uh, said friend comes to school and shoots himself in the head in front of everybody. Yeah. Uh, and then the guy. What blamed, a scene, though! I right? know it's it was really poorly done. Riveting, too. I know. Uh, but then he basically, you know, joins church reluctantly, and, and how know, much sc- screen time does 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 our boy Crowder have? A lot. He's 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 a he's a supporting character. He, you would some might say he's one of the antagonists of the film. He is, if not the antagonist. You know what? I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna take it upon myself. I'm gonna spoil the movie. You know what? Because Who I don't care. I don't think it's <laughs> Who cares, the man? one guy out there that was gonna watch it tomorrow with his youth group and he's been excited all week. Like, oh god damn it! Yep. Because oh. the first time I saw it, the only time I've seen it was at a dollar theater with my youth group. In Columbia. In Columbia. With the yeah. Nickelodeon. No, Nickelodeon's damn. not a dollar theater. That's just an independent theater. Yeah, it's a it was, nickel theater. It was uh, the Dollar Theater. Uh, if if y'all live like in Irmo, Columbia area, it's the Dollar Theater off of St. Andrew's Road. It's on St. Andrew's Road. Uh, well, yeah. Basically, you know, he starts going to church. He meets this youth pastor who's a who's a cool dude, but you know, he's kind of dude. He was guilting him so bad. He's like, like, so the 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 main character gets drunk one night at a party, and he has sex with his girlfriend. Intercourse. Intercourse, yep. Unprotected. Not outer course, not any kind of, of foreplay bullshit, intercourse. <clears throat> but they take off shirts and stuff, and I remember watching them like, what's the line when they're offering kids something for them to lust after and for them teaching a lesson about lust? Well, you see, Ryan, a lesson you know? was taught because, lo and behold, she gets pregnant. But the best part is, uh, she wants to get rid of it. Good. And, uh... He says, baby, no, this is a decision for both of us. And he got his dream scholarship to his dream college. And so did she. Uh, and he convinces her to keep it. And then they give it up for adoption. He still goes off to college, leaving her with the kids. So. Hey, I pumped this thing into you. You're going to have to ride it out, baby. He convinces her to keep it. And there's so many plots in the movie, dude. There was there was like 12 different plots going on. Steven Crowder's whole plot was just, didn't he like kind of get with her? Yeah. <clears throat> they, they, he, he slept with uh, the main character's girlfriend. And then when he finds out she's pregnant, he goes, you slut. Oh! <laughs> That's just what a lot of those movies turn out to be. There's a lot of that genre out there. But I'm glad we get to see one made for a youth group. I know. And uh, whew, completely lost my train of thought. Ooh. Did you make a stinky over there? I did. But it's fine. <sighs> hope that stays over there. Me too. I'm, a, I'm, I'm, a, I'm praying that's staying over there. So then was uh, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. There was more I wanted to say, though, about... About, about how to save a life? Just, uh, to save a life. To save a how life. How to save a life is, is the, the phrase song, song and they, they, yeah. which they couldn't use in the movie. They did have a good Switchfoot song, though. There's like the con- there's the, where he becomes like fully Christian. Do, do, do. dare you, dare you to move. I'm kidding. I don't know who does <laughs> That's that. not Switchfoot. <laughs> I don't know who that is. That's Third Eye Blind, bro. <laughs> Switchfoot uh, has the dare you to move. <laughs> okay. And he's like getting baptized and shit in the ocean. Great movie, though. Highly recommend it. Uh, <laughs> do you? Yeah. I had fun with it. I, it wasn't the worst movie I've seen. It was it was bad though. The cinematography was it, was it better or worse than God's Not Dead Two? Um, the it was more. It was first. more fun. It was more fun than was God's Not fun? Dead. 
Yeah. Okay. I had more fun watching it just because I think this one was more ridiculous than God's Not Dead 2. Uh, Moving on to the next movie. Lord of the Rings. Return of the King, the third and final movie. Return of the King. I've seen no Lord of the Rings movies. So Ryan was So like, how does the movie begin? What what are you put into? What well, let me situation? see if I can remember how it Because <laughs> it all just kind of co- goes together. There's three and a half hours of one fight big, scenes. Like and gray mishmash of just Mr. Frodo. <laughs> so I, I have not seen the first two Lord of the Rings. So Ryan picked up the I last can imagine one. Imagine how fucking miserable some of watching it. I gotta say, it was good. Like if I well made film, yeah. It, well, yeah. If I knew what was going on, I could tell I would have loved it. I would have thought it was a great movie. Uh, it had a lot of touching parts, a lot of great action, a lot of cool shit. And I remember watching it, being like, "Man, this would be cool if I knew what the fuck was going on." I remember you told me it's like, "Dude, something about the ending." Like I was getting a little bit emotional, even though I had no idea. what was Oh, I got going really on. invested in the ending. Like the last twenty minutes, my eyes were just glued to the screen, and I was just like, Whoa. and I was like, "Oh." Damn. So the rest of the movie was kind of just a fog, but then the ending I liked. But so, what did you think of uh, Samuel Tarly and 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 Frodo and the ring and the volcano and all that? Okay, so let me tell you what I think <clears throat> happened. Okay, right? just tell me what from what you saw. What's going on? How did it start? Okay, so it starts with uh with Smeagol <laughs> and some other dude, and they're 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 on a they're Is it fishing. Sam? Is it Sam? I Sam, dude, I don't know. Sam's the bigger one. It's the guy with blonde that, hair. No, it's well, it's Smeagol and then whoever Smeagol's bro bro boy toy was. <laughs> what? They're, 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 I don't toy? know. It's just a, another Smeagol. Dude. No, he, no, he's looking at his reflection. Smeagol is Gollum. Like they're the same person. So he's like when he's talking to that other thing. No, no, no. It, it's Smeagol before he became like uh, the uh, corrupted by the corrupted, ring. Yeah, it's when he was still a human. There's two versions. The version that's talking to him, like, come on, get it. Yeah. And then there's the. But this was the starting scene is him with like another dude in a boat. Okay. And then the fishing. Remember, dude. And then he, uh, the Sme- fish pulls him in the water. And Sme- Smeagol gets pulled into the water? No, no, no. Do no. you see the fish? His friend pulls him in. Oh. Like, I mean, his friend gets pulled. Fuck. His friend gets pulled in. And at the bottom of the pond, he finds the ring and he brings it up. And Smeagol sees it. And, Sme- uh, and Smeagol's like, I want that. Like, it's very innocent. Like, they're very innocent. Yeah. You could see the ring instantly corrupt Smeagol. And he's like, I want that. And so, is Smeagol not a goblin yet? He's no, just he's a, a human. He's just a person. He's a person. And, uh, is he a normal sized person? Yeah. It's just Andy Serkis. Wait, is it Andy? So Andy Serkis is just, I didn't even know Andy Serkis. I know Andy Serkis played Gollum, but I only thought he did the motion capture. I didn't know he also played the character. No, he plays like himself. Okay. The Smeagol, unfortunately, does look like him. Um, And he kills his friend for the ring. And then it goes into a montage of him becoming fully corrupted. And then it's like, I'm sorry. I just, my farts smell like old produce. Well, I'm glad I'm on this side of the room. I have to take a poop break. <laughs> I have to. Can you wait until I'm done with all these movies? <laughs> I can't. Come dude. on, Ryan. I can't. What are the odds you have to wait until I'm done reviewing all the movies? Zero. <laughs> no, Ryan. I have to Ryan, poop. you can hold it in. <laughs> yeah. Tighten that sphincter. Okay. Uh, the odds are three. Three, two, two one, two. two. All right. Okay. Well, so, I have to wait. <laughs> hold it in, baby. Uh, so basically, what happens? <sighs> um. So then, I'm just fucking with you. Um, basically, then Frodo and them, they're on a mission to throw the ring into a volcano. Uh, also, the day I watched it, uh, Krakatoa erupted. Ooh. Or the next day. So, okay. interesting coincidence. Might have had something to do with me. Um, but they've been, they've been, they throw it, and there's a lot of fight scenes. Did you like the fight scene with uh, Legolas and, and Gimli? And, uh, I don't know who that is. <laughs> I watched the whole movie. I don't know who that is. Is Legolas Orlando Bloom? Yeah. Okay. And Gimli's the dwarf, I think. Is Gimli the like kind of cross-eyed? The dwarf. The only like dwarf in the movie. Is that when they... He reminds me of Hagrid. Little Hagrid. Yeah, little Hagrid. And he, okay. yells, he yells, they yell, for Frodo! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Movie's great. It, it was it was enjoyable. I did like it. And the ending was, was great. Uh, I'm glad... Was the I'm, evil wizard in this one or did he die in Two Towers? He was not in 9-11. Uh, Sauron was in it. Okay. Like the tower. No, the tower, but like in, there's like, there's uh, Gandalf and then there's the other f- fucking wizard dude that's played by Christopher Lee. Isn't that who Sauron is? Isn't Sauron like 
That wizard? Mm-mm. Okay, well, I, I didn't learn a lot when I watched it, but <laughs> I had no idea what the fuck was going on. Uh, that was actually the hardest one to get Sauron through. Sauron is explained in the beginning of the first movie. Okay, yeah, so, <laughs> so Sauron just showed up. Like I guess the very Sauron, first scene is Sauron's explained. a cool he's, fucking character. Yeah, he's a fucking, like, big-ass knight dude. Like a all, big eye? That's yeah. Like, <laughs> the, the eye of Sauron is so sick. I thought that's, like, one of the coolest villains in a movie. Like, he's looking at you. It's and like, it, like, shines the light. I yep. was like, that's awesome. Um, good movie, though. I, it was the hardest to watch for me, though, just because how it was long it was three and a half hours, three and a half. Hours. <laughs> and I remember I felt like I was getting far in the movie and I paused it. I FaceTimed you. I was 40 you were only minutes 30 in, minutes in, 30 or 40 minutes in. And the fucking the progress bar of the movie compared to how much was left after already. Like you said every minutes, time you paused it, you just like let out a sigh. because like, I stopped ah. looking when I paused. If I paused to get up, I just wouldn't look. Cause I'm like, I don't want to know. Um, but that was, it was good. It was good. It, only Doesn't good it movie. feel like the movie's ending like five different times? Yes. <laughs> and in fact, uh, I, I made a little video that's going to be on Patreon soon of like my day while I was doing this. And there's actually, I was, I tried to film the ending of every movie. So like yeah. the credits rolling and there's like 12 takes where I'm filming it. Cause I think it's when the credits are going to come. And then I'm like, it fades out several fucking times. And then you can hear me just go, there's more. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would like to watch all of them now, though. And, yeah. and actually, thank you. I would like to thank you for not giving me the fucking uh, director's cut version, which is four <laughs> and a half hours. You're welcome. Thank You're welcome. you. Because uh, I could have. You could have. I could have. It would have been well. It would have been well within my right, and I would have watched it. And I appreciate that you did not, because I thought I thought it was just enough. I'm I, like, oh, the, the idea. It's you get it. I, I don't think it's a boring movie, but it was very boring to me because I just couldn't understand what was going on. See, Jackson and Harrison, you know how they are. When when they they wanted to give me ideas for movies to give you, but they wanted to be like, what did they? What did they? What did they, tell they wanted the, me to give you like. Tw- Nine-hour movies, like six-hour <laughs> movies. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. It's good, but I don't want to make you. I don't want the whole thing just to be suffering. I want you to have some sort of enjoyment. That's why I put in Loquisha at the very yes. end. Yes, uh, which Loquisha for the <laughs> doesn't he sound like Norm McDonald's like younger brother? Funny thing is, in the clip right from the beginning of the movie, I literally <laughs> called him uh, knockoff Norm McDonald. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, he's I can't like, wait to see this video. He's like dollar build. store Norm McDonald. Um, this is like if Norm McDonald never uh, never got famous. And was just trying, uh, like, never was on SNL. No, this is this is like the the dark path. But basically, did well, you look up this guy afterwards? Oh, I looked like, him up. <laughs> like, this, what, this what's guy, he about? He directed, produced, wrote, and starred oh. as Loquisha. Uh, what's his name? So I have a question: the woman on the cover is she ever in the movie? Yeah, she's a character. Okay. And I'll explain that. Okay. okay. Um, now, I know you haven't seen Loquisha, and I no, know I you haven't. want to see it. <laughs> I know you're dying to see it, and I want to watch it with you, so I don't know if I want to spoil too much. Mm-hmm. I'll keep some stuff secret, just because... You were sending me some editing mishaps, like them tracking certain things on screen. The editing is... Atrocious. If he Did edit, he edit it, too? I, I could see him editing as well. <laughs> Whoever edited that might... What's the premise of Loquisha? Okay. Loquisha is... Uh, there's a guy, and he's a divorced bartender, Right. And he uh, he wants to make his own radio show because he gives such good advice to the patrons of his bar, but they reject it. They say he's too boring. So just he's watching uh he's watching Mari or something, and and he and he's he, loud like two black women, two black fighting. women arguing, and he starts doing the voice too in his living room, uh, thinking he's funny. He's eating eggs, and then he's like, "Wait a second. And he starts recording he's himself eating doing eggs. Well, my my favorite thing is like he, scrambled eggs, or he's just eating boiled eggs in a like, bowl. No, no. <laughs> He has a cauldron of boiled eggs. <laughs> he's munching upon. No, he's he has like, a crock pot filled with boiled eggs soaking in pickle <clears throat> juice. No, he's he's eating like egg for breakfast. My favorite thing is like you don't actually see him take a bite, I don't think, but then the next scene he has a little you could see a little bit of egg around his mouth, so he really did eat them in real life. Do you think that was it meant for comedic purposes? No, 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 no. no. It was like he just had some egg on his face. Uh but basically he makes a new radio show where he's uh a fictional black woman named Loquisha. Okay. He's very sassy and, and says it how it is. And he submits it to the radio station. Doesn't sound too different from his normal voice. He just puts a little of that racist twang on it. Yes. And then uh, Im- imagine like a 40-year-old uh, comedian um, that your parents would like trying to do his best impression of a sassy black woman. That was it. And uh, the radio uh, picks picks him up. And they're like, you know what? You're- so what's the movie? 
Is the movie just him giving advice to people as Loquisha? What, yes, what's, yes, but but is there is there a problem? Is there an antagonist oh, of there, any there's, kind? There's plenty. There's plenty, Ryan. Okay. So he has to keep it secret, right? The radio station can't know who it's he like really is. It's like Breaking Bad. Yeah, it's essentially, yeah. <laughs> he has to. He has to keep this this. <laughs> this the the radio world Ryan, the secret from those he loves. He falls in love with a black woman. Nate, is that the woman on the no, cover? No, 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 different woman. But Who's this the woman on the cover. But this woman called Loquisha asking for advice about their relationship. So he answers it as Loquisha, and then they get together. But then he can't control himself, and he and he finally gets with the girl. But he starts he starts talking like Loquisha when they're getting together, like she, during like. Making love, yeah, like, like he can't mm, help that it. feels good, yeah, and he can't help it. And she's like, What's what's gotten into you? He's like, There's two people inside of me struggling to get out. Uh, and she's like, Are you are you gay? Are you transgender? And he's like, I don't think so. And then he's like, I'm sorry, I have to leave. And then he leaves, and we don't hear about this girl for like almost until the end of the movie. They just drop that plot, okay. Uh, and then finally, uh, he uh, every Loquisha becomes a hit, everyone loves Loquisha, and Oprah offers Loquisha her own show. Do they get a stand in Oprah? Or? Well, you see, that girl that's on the cover, that's where she comes in. They have to find a fake Loquisha to be the real Loquisha. So he does the radio show, but for public events, he sends out the fake Loquisha. Okay. And fake Loquisha's cool with it. Yeah. But. But. He turns down the Oprah show without telling fake Loquisha. Fake Loquisha doesn't like that. Next thing you know, Loquisha, fake Loquisha. You know, she wants. She wants. She wants everything. You know, she's she's calling for blood. Is she the antagonist of yeah. the film? Uh, the real black woman is the antagonist. And then, uh, <laughs> is, is is she really? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no way. <laughs> so he gives up and gives her the show, and then she does one episode, and everyone hates it. Why have black women when white men can be better black women? Exactly. <laughs> uh, and then finally, he he comes clean about who he is and starts his own show. Uh, he starts the Joe Show. Where he's not Loquisha anymore. He gives the same advice, but he's not Loquisha. He can be himself. And uh, he gets with the girl, and the movie he's really- What's the theme? You can tell he's definitely trying to do some big, like, he's trying to say something with this movie about, like, race and stuff. It sounds like he just- misses the mark. It sounds like he he thought of, like, oh, it's hard to be a white guy in in comedy nowadays, and then that's it. And then that's that he made the movie from that. Essentially, because when he's watching the show, <clears throat> when most of the when when most popular like the most popular comedians are like white men, I know. But my favorite day. when he's watching the Mari show, he's like, he's like, <sighs> see, they like you know radio station doesn't want a straight white guy. Now, if I was a black woman, wait a second, that's L- essentially how liberals. He, that's how he does it. But he tries to make like it, this big thing about race and stuff, and it's uh it really misses the mark. But it was. An entertaining movie. The editing, there are just there. There's a lot uh, about that movie that we'll, we'll have to do a commentary track. He, on he punches down a lot. I'm assuming in in this movie, like how Adam Sandler punches down a lot in his movies. It, like if there's a fat person, he makes him fart and fall over. No, there's actually surprisingly not. From what I remember, this is see this is the end of my like 11 hour marathon, so I am exhausted. <laughs> yeah. There's there there wasn't that much punching down. It was just like you could tell that the guy that wrote it thinks he's a comedic genius because he made himself like every line had to be like him talking to someone that's like not as smart and he's pulling zingers on him it's like whenever ricky gervais writes himself yes something. Exactly. he's always like the one that knows everything and he always retorts with the best kind of it's the type of writing you get where you have an interaction in real life and you're like fuck i wish i came up with this i should have said this yeah so and then so they he, write that into something yep. yeah so it was definitely a interesting movie um they got panned by critics, of course, uh, and that's that's Loquisha. So thank you for choosing three movies. Um, Welcome. We might have to do this. What are the odds again in the future? Might have to. Who knows? Might Who knows? Uh, that video, if not already on Patreon, will be on Patreon soon. There are still more. What are the odds, Ryan? That I have to complete. There's two now. I haven't done. Yeah, the bong, the bong rip, rip, and, and the the, uh, the uh, masturbation to to Big Mama's house. Big Mama's house. You know what? Last Two. week, last week was the time I should have done it. Yeah, I had skipped my uh, my medicine for about four days by accident. Were you able to pump one out? It would have been. It would have been easier for me because the medicine would have worn off a bit. So it would have been easier for me to. Uh, mm. Now you're back on it. Yeah, I'm back on it regularly. So now it's gonna be even harder. So it's either completion or thirty minutes of of solid masturbation to Big Mama's house too. That one scene, I actually forgot which scene. Is it the massage scene or spa scene? What is it? Spa scene, spa scene. Yeah, because there's some, there's some, uh, there's some shoulders in there you could get a little ornery with. My fucking Ted Cruz. <laughs> like, wow, mm. shoulders. 
knees and toes. I can't wait, dude. Well, that that's probably I'm gonna have to focus on the shoulder. What if it not like unlocks? I have a shoulder fetish. You can I mean, go shit now, by the way, if you need to. What? No, I think I, I think my my asshole forgot about it. Went it. away. Yeah, I, I knew that would happen, man. I knew it would happen. That's if what it comes happens. back. I'll just get up in the middle without telling you that I'm about to go take a shit, and I'll just go take that shit. Isn't that crazy? How you you have to shit so bad, and then you stop thinking about it, and then. Your brain's like, ah, we got some more. Let's let's get some more shit built up in the tank. It's like, why not? Why not? Why not? Why not collect a little more before we uh, expunge this? But you know, yeah, I got to get you with some. Uh, what are the? Uh, it's my favorite one, which we did recently, and you you fortunately did not lose. Was I asked what are the odds you sleep with your shoes on tonight? Which that's just the best. What are the odds are ones that are just inconvenient. You have to miserable. wash my sheets and everything. Well, you could sleep with your feet hanging off the bed. Yeah, but it's still my shoes. They've been outside, and I like to shower before getting in my bed. Why not? I like my bed being clean. Why not just uh, uh, wash Buy a shoes. new pair of shoes and then sleep with those in the bed. Sure. Perfect. Or just wa- scrub your shoes down before you get in. So you, you get in bed with soaking wet shoes, but they're clean. True. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I got a good one of the odds. What? <laughs> what are the odds tonight when you take a shower, you have to shower with your shoes on? <laughs> <laughs> I'll do, I'll do, uh, fuck. Let's do... Five. Five? Yeah. And you got to improve. Not these shoes, just a pair of shoes that I have. a pair of shoes, yeah. Whole time you're in there. You you can't like (laughs) take them off and then finish your shower. You got to start to finish. I'll do it. Yeah. Three, Three, two, two, one, one. one. I was going to say one, damn it. (sighs) You already said two. Why would I go to two again? I thought that that you're, oh, and there goes Ryan. He's going to go take a shit with no warning, said nothing, and he's left the room. All right. How about the rip one? Did you bring the toilet paper in there? Uh, yeah, the toilet paper's in that bathroom. We're down to, so guys, we're down to one roll of toilet paper, the Super Megaplex, because everyone's hoarding toilet paper. So, Ryan, use, use as little as you can! We're, we're, we're trying to be very careful with how much toilet paper we're using at the Plex, because it is, it is down to, uh, the, what's the fuck, down to the wire. And we actually thought we ran out, and then in the recording room, for some reason, Ryan discovered there was just a fresh roll of toilet paper in the recording room. Uh, so that is our last roll here at the office. Um, so be careful guys with your toilet paper. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't go, uh, don't go and be fri- 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 frivolous, frivolous with it. You know, you gotta be safe. You gotta be, you gotta be careful. Only use a little bit. Don't go be using a shit ton. Uh, you don't need to grab a whole bunch and wad it up. Take a small bit, fold it up, wipe, fold it again, wipe again. There you go. You, you're, you're doubling your use with half the toilet paper. You're welcome. Uh, now I'm going to wait until Ryan comes back, uh, and you guys are going to be in for one hell of a podcast. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey! Hey, what's hey, up? Ryan's back. Yeah. I believe there might have been a little commercial break there. <sighs> okay, that's good. While, while you were taking a doo-doo. Okay. Um... Those. Thank you guys. Also, thank you for everyone tolerating the the new the change up with the commercial breaks. Um, 
I know it might not be everybody's favorite thing, but it, it helps us stay afloat with the podcast and exactly. we appreciate it. And it's, uh, it's, it's something that, uh, our, our podcast advertising studio, uh, has brought on board and, uh, we, we don't mind it and we hope you guys don't mind it either. Um, but anyway, Ryan, tell it, how was it, man? It's one of those where you can like feel it afterwards. You can feel like, I'm guessing the closest thing would be to like, after, uh, if you're a woman. Nice. After getting fucked in mm, your vagina. Yeah. And being spread open. Yeah. Like having, cause having, having your vagina like spread because of the penis. My asshole spread because of the poop. And See, I'm and I'm guessing the feeling a woman gets after being like fucked. Like fucked fucked. Like it, fucked, it's, fucked. It's, yeah, yeah, it's around the same because now now my butthole's having to constrict back to right. its regular size, right. much like a vagina would after sex. Noble. That's very noble of you. I see I think it's the issue thing, Ryan. <laughs> we what we what we completely overlook is like <laughs> the number of people that we know and respect that listen to our podcast without us realizing it. Like who? Like a lot of people. <laughs> I'm always super shocked when I when I find out from someone like, oh yeah, like someone I was like, yeah, I listen to the podcast. And I'm like, well, oh shit. Because I like I always think I'm just speaking to this this giant uh like collective it, yeah like it's 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 like i'm on stage and i can't really see the audience i can just, I just mm-hmm. know there's an audience there when i'm speaking because yeah. like the lights are in my eyes because i'm so famous uh but i forget that you know people we know uh f- some famous people they all listen and then when, we're, when i'm sitting here listening to you talk about your asshole expanding you asked and so i answered no no question. and i i appreciate that fully i just remembered i'm like for instance uh the the girl who uh, kind of helps manage the ads on our podcast. Yes, uh, she the she, little girl. Yeah, the the tiny the six year old. She sometimes <laughs> listens, uh, and she's been listening more lately. And I'm like, has she been listening more? She has. And I'm like, oh no, because she's just gonna sit there uh, in her office and just listen to this conversation. Well, is guess get, what? Is she, is she getting a crush? She might begin to crush on both of us, dude. We're gonna have to fire her if that's yeah, the case. That we can't have that. Mm-hmm. That that's like uh, what do they call it? A uh, Workplace, uh, inner, uh, I know what you're talking, uh, uh, conf- conflict of interest. Yeah, it's a conflict of interest. Unless it's a dude. We like kissing the dudes. We like, exactly. we like kissing exactly. the guys that help out with the podcast, but, but yeah, man, I, I saw, a, I saw a video of a, it was, it was a security camera, like a ring video of a dude, uh, who forgot he ordered Papa John's and comes out and shoots his gun at the driver. What? Uh, and I just thought of you for some, I was imagining like you ordering Papa what John's. he shoots his gun at the driver? He walks out with his handgun and he's like, he hears the guy yelling at him like, hey, and he just, bah. and he's like, what was that? Bah. Like he shoots to try to scare him off. Hopefully that guy was arrested. I think he's actually a big music producer who's in coots with a lot of people, so he's expecting someone to come at him. So he's like, but he shot at the Papa John's guy. Can't do that. I know. You can't just, have a gun to assert your dominance, like some sort of al- like alpha male. Like you gotta at least know how to use it. This guy just f- f- goes out there, shoots at a Papa John's driver. It was dark. Like I don't even think he could see where he was. I'm not. I'm not gonna defend the guy. Just pointing his gun at a. No, stranger. I'm not defending this guy at all. That guy fucking sucks. <clears throat> yeah. I just for some it just made me think of you. I don't own a gun. As far as I know. <laughs> as far as you know. I, I was joking once. Uh, I was talking to like Jackson how we were like, we're like, like to prank Ryan, like let's hire a team of like fake burglars to break into his house. And we're like watching from afar binoculars like this would be so good. <laughs> and you come out with a gun and just lay all of like, like perfect <laughs> like John Wick. And there's like, there's like one guy and Jackson and I are just like, one guy's like starting to like <gasps> crawl away. But I go over like break his legs. You, yeah, you break his legs. <laughs> he's screaming. You stomp on his skull and it like explodes. And Jackson, I can't tell anyone because we're like, oh God. So we go home and we're like, we can never bring it up. We can never bring it up. And it just weighs on us forever. I come on the podcast like, yeah, someone tried to rob me. But luckily, you know, I, I own a firearm. So I was safe. <laughs> Better you just don't ever bring it. <laughs> yeah. Like, how, how was your weekend, dude? How Pretty scared good. would you be if you witnessed me like go to town on people like that? I'd be terrible. Uh, well, would I you mean, be scared of me? Yeah. Why? Because it would be seeing my friend who I've always seen as a as a as a as a soft teddy bear. Oh wow! Going uh going really wreak some havoc upon a couple uh poor souls. Those souls might have deserved it if they're coming to burn. Mm-hmm, that's true. They're burglarizing Mister McGee, dude. If anyone, if anyone does that. I'll, 
I'll, I'll break open a can of whoop ass. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I just ordered a few cans off of Amazon, so they'll oh, be coming someone, in what soon. If some, what if someone steals them off your porch? <laughs> that looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, my whoop ass! <laughs> oh fuck! Let me take a sip of my beverage. Where is it? There it is. What's Whoopi Goldberg up to these days? Whooping ass, <laughs> selling gold. <laughs> I saw uh, Whoopi Gold, but I don't know, dude. She's still on the View, right? Whoopi Goldstein. <laughs> just an old white Jewish mother, but like with the same hair and like the same glasses and everything. Whoopi Goldstein. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Hey, that's good. <laughs> we gotta do that stand-up special where we just come out and like we don't even tell jokes. Just like, what about uh, what about Whoopi Goldstein? And everyone erupts with laughter. Speaking of which, I found a video I'd never seen before, which. Fucking killed me. It's called uh it's it was like it's like a Kevin Hart stand-up special. And he's telling jokes. <laughs> and someone like masterfully edited your laugh into the audience. Like not like a bunch of you, but just one. But it's like very well like good job, like edited in. But it's always like a little late, so it stands out. So Kevin Hart will say something that's not that funny, and you'll just be like <laughs> And it's so fucking good. I watched it last night and I was drunk and I was like, you sent it to me. Jax and I were like, we were both crying. We we're like, this is fucking good. This is fucking awesome. So whoever made that props to you. Very funny video. Got me laughing. Got me laughing like a little freak. I, I, I'm, I got a question. I'm, I'm, I'm quarantined uh, by, my, by my lonesome with Lego and you are with two other people. What's it like being quarantined with two other people? Seems like there's a lot more like you can keep each other a little more sane yeah. or does it have the opposite effect? No, no. I think it's it's a it's a benefit. I I think that cuz you're cuz you look at cuz you look at someone you're like you're going through the exact same thing I am. We're yes. in this together. Here's the thing. I think that being stuck with someone you would get cabin fever and start to get really annoyed, but that's not happening for us because I think we understand that like oh well, this situation sucks for everyone. Yeah. So we don't, we haven't, at least yet, I'm saying, yeah, they just extended the stay-at-home order until the May 15th? Yeah. Yeah. So we're still, over a month from now, we're still going to be in this thing. Um, I got, I, I still got my, my little homemade masks. Yeah? What'd well, you make them out of? Um, One, you just, you, well, you just make them out of cloth. What do you mean? I just like, what did you make them out of? Oh, I just, well, I just, I don't like make a, like a, like for the straps to go. On oh, okay. I just kind of like get cloth and shit and cut it and then I use it and just cloth wrap it around shit. my face. Yeah. I, I, I pack some shit into a toilet <laughs> and dampen the cloth on it. So it sticks to my <laughs> face better. By the way, guys, last podcast, uh, or podcast before last, we, uh, or no, and that wasn't the podcast. I think it was a Grand Theft Auto episode. We uh we talked about shit fetishes. That was a, a bit of a mistake. People commented. Not, see, because I uh, we were genuinely wondering. Like, I think it's just because it it shows that women are just like everybody else, and it and there it was no shit, dude, and it humanizes them. No saw, pun intended. Yeah, yeah, no pun intended. Uh, we asked people. We were like, why why are people like turned on by shit? Why do people have like shit fetishes? Because it humanizes women. We got we got some answers. There were some I read that I was like, Jesus Christ, dude. Why yeah, are you so I can't. That? I guess I can't judge. You know. Yeah, but but even when asking that, there's still some people that just shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's one guy. I don't want to. No, <laughs> we we ask, and so we got the truth. And we got the truth. So hey, I guess I guess I don't can't ever be mad feel about bad that. about answering what we ask because I want to know. I want to get into the nitty gritty. But of looking life. back, I wish I didn't know. There was one specific <laughs> comment I read that I was like, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ, dude. Like there was like some like I want to say there's some incest, some pedophilia, and I was like, fuck, I shouldn't have asked. About the sitting on the lap. Yes, that one. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh Jesus yeah. Christ! Uh, <laughs> it was it was it was some guy talking about. He's like, well, I believe mine started when I was young. Uh, my sister would sit on my lap and I tickle her until she had an accident. I was like, all right, buddy, that's <laughs> that's some enough. things are better left unsaid, you know. But now we know. Now we but know. He, obviously, he's not embarrassed by it because he. It's a pub. It's a public forum where he put exactly. That's true. So like yeah, we're not true. we're not calling anybody. But also at the out. same time, I guarantee he didn't expect us to bring it up on the podcast. He's gonna be like, oh shit! Even <laughs> <laughs> uh. his sister like watch it together, <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, oh, she's like, she's like, what? Hey, was that you? <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Now, so, so I, sometimes I read comments, and I and I am I am taken aback. I just umph degree. Every time I read the comments, it it it's a just a stark reminder of why I don't and shouldn't read the comments. <laughs> just shit where it's just like 
you and I will say something and they'll be like, unless you're unless you're wanting to get into the specifics of something, don't mention. It's like, calm the fuck down and relax, okay? Jesus fucking Christ. Like, the people get upset when we're when we tiptoe around subject. For example, it's like, I like trees. No, there are a lot of good trees, and I, I I like all trees that exist. It's just that this one I like more than the other one. I'm not saying one's better. One tree is better than the other tree. You know, it's it's. We're not talking about trees in any given circumstance. It's just the type of I'm talking about homosexuals. I'm talking about the the speech in which. Apparently, we have to go by whenever we talk about something when it's like, yeah, I like drinking water. Un- unless you put poison in the water, then you shouldn't drink the water. Then don't drink the water that has poison <laughs> in it. It's like, no, it's like we, 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 have to, we have to at least be able to speak a little freely. We have to assume that our, our audience has the slightest modicum of intelligence to understand like certain subjects Given that we don't understand a lot as well. I think well. they do. I, I think there's always, of course, that that's, I think it's just a small vocal handful of people that jump in the comments and. Just shut up. <laughs> just shut the fuck Dude, up. Dude, what did I do? What the <laughs> fuck, man? I'm just trying to help people, bro. Dude, I was, I was trying to, I was backing you up, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, I got, uh, I got an Oculus Quest. Have you tried it out yet? I did. Well, how does it work without plugging it into a computer? It's, it's cool as fuck. I, does it track your motion very well? Perfectly, and you don't you don't put up sensors or anything either. Okay, because so I there's no sensors you have to put on the ceiling. How do you download stuff into the headset? Do you have there to plug is, it into. Is there an app you have to plug it into your computer, then download the no, shit? That, it comes like it has kind of like a desktop on it. You can access the Oculus Store straight from it and install games. Okay, you can also hook it up to your computer with like virtual desktop and stuff. Now, can you do what I would do? Yes. Okay. Yes, have you tried it out? Oh yeah. Isn't it amazing? Oh, it's pretty crazy. I uh, Virt- VR porn is fucking. It's I was. I, Every time I talk about it, I have to make sure I never I if I do it again, it's only once because it's one of those things where you're just it's 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 a new experience. I remember when it's you, crazy. You got your VR set. <laughs> Which what what VR set do you have? Uh, I think I had. Do you have a Vive? I think I can't remember which one I had. Um, it doesn't matter anymore. I don't use it. I, it was, well, that was a long time ago. And I remember you. Uh, you went home and you know, and the next day you just came in. And you were like, "Dude, that's dangerous, man." <laughs> I, I, I had to put my VR in the closet. <laughs> Isn't it though? I'm sorry. Well, I watch. Well, but it's. it's I f- didn't watch it by myself. They're always friends around. So like oh, Harrison no. and my oh, friend no. Annabelle, we we I, I watch le- it together. I legitimately watched porn and masturbated with the with the mask on, with the vibe mask on, or mask, Oculus ma- mask on, baby. You were telling me you were scared about burglars coming in, like robbing your house. No, I thought it would be sitting I, I, there. I, I thought it would be funny, like. Like me, just like in this romantic kind of like mood. I'm like, oh wow, uh, I'm talking to the bitch, speaking back to the the virtual woman. <laughs> like, wow, baby, you're so cute. Hey, is that candle lit all right? Oh, you're sitting on my face. Okay. Meanwhile, like there's a <laughs> your TV out of the I room. Don't actually talk to porn. Do people talk to porn? They're definitely like, yeah, definitely baby, fucking take. I'm that sure shit people off. talk to our videos. I'm sure that, like I guarantee all the time people watch our videos and talk to them. Have you ever talked to videos? <laughs> Only in the sense of that, like, I'll repeat what made me laugh just because, you know, it's kind of like if, if, if someone said, doo-doo, be funny, and then I go, doo-doo, be funny, <laughs> you know, that type of shit. I remember when I was a kid, I was in my living room, and I was watching Sesame Street, and, and Elmo asked a question, and I answered it. He went, sup, bitches, sup, bitches, and I, I answered the question, and he said, very good, and then repeated what I had said, because it was the correct answer. I yeah. remember it. It blew, blew my you were fucking like, How mind. You know? And I when I told my dad, I was like, Dad, like the TV's talking to me. I remember when I was younger and shit like Dora Blues Clues, I'd be like, Can are we actually interacting? Like I could never figure out when I was younger if it was like pre recorded or if we were in some way interacting with the show. But that's yeah. what it that's what the show is built to do for kids. It's magical. I remember uh, I wanted a, a bow and arrow set so I could shoot my TV and go inside. Because I <laughs> thought that if I like shot a bow and arrow, like if I shot an arrow through my TV screen, I could like go inside because I'd like break it open. I remember uh, after Chalk Zone uh, released, I remember like whenever I would use Chalk, I'm like. Maybe it's a one out of a million chance, but will this take me to Chalk Zone? (laughs) (laughs) Never happened. Well, never got to go to Chalk Zone. It just didn't happen because the the chances were just too low. Yeah. Too high. It's one out out of a million. One out of a million, man. I forgot what I was saying. Hmm. VR. um, Yes. We were talking about porn. The Oculus. I think you should, if you ever get your libido back, you you should slap that sucker on. I'm going to slap it. it on and slap it off. You yeah, know exactly. Yeah. 
No, I uh, art porn's wonderful. I watched I watched one that was a uh, it was called Jizmanji and it was a parody of Jumanji <laughs> and um it's a VR porn called Jizmanji. I just looked up VR porn, went to the first website and on the front page they had a promo for Jizmanji, which was like do you have to download them or do you have to no, can you just watch I, them I just right there? Play. Oh really? And there was a uh, but is it set up to like where you put it on and it's a POV yeah, or is it, okay it's POV. And I'm like, I'm laying on the jungle floor and then, um, <laughs> where are you laying yeah. on the jungle floor? And in the distance and on the cover, there's like a big rock formation that looks like a penis. Uh, anyway, then I got blown, right? Did you? Pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, while your friends are watching you yeah. with the helmet on and this woman's blowing you, they can also see on a screen. No, they couldn't on. see on the screen. Oh really? I didn't have it hooked up to the TV. Okay. They could hear it though, because the Oculus Quest doesn't have a. Like headphones, it just plays the audio out loud near your ears. Mm. You could plug in headphones, but he was just doing it near my ears. So you could just hear, <laughs> just like that. The thing that you just don't realize is like the proportions of things. It, you feel like you're 10 inches tall. <laughs> you know? I don't like most VR. Most VR makes I don't know what honey, it is, I, but honey, I shrunk the pervert. <laughs> it makes you feel like you're really small, and then, then the, the person you're, you're watching the pornography of is huge. Uh, Ross, I was watching VR porn at Ross's house once, and Ross showed me how to fix that, and I don't know, I'm gonna have to hit Ross up for that. Dude, Ross, I remember Maybe Ross- I need to get me one of these new ones, since I don't have to plug it into my TV. It's great, it's great. I played, uh, Beat How much Saber? room do I need to stand around in? Does it tell me when I'm going out of the play You set area? it yourself, you draw it. You draw the space you're playing in, or you can just sit down and do stationary. I- Or missionary. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Fucking slap that fist, man. Nice. Yeah. All right. There's <sighs> Jesus. Christ. Look how big it's getting. The bush. Yeah, I can see. see. Ryan has his cock and balls out right now for all to see. Haven't shaved since quarantine. I could tell. A lot of hair there. Do you shave still? Uh, there, there ain't no reason to shave. Everyone, everyone can just grow trim, their hair I trim, out. I trim. I trim with an electric razor. I don't oh. like shave, but I like you know. I just so, don't. I just don't have any. In the shower, I was like, all right, why not? I just don't have to keep up appearances. I also don't really grow that much. Uh, pubic hair really i like i I do but it's it's not uh right it's not as much as like a you know a lot of other people right now mine looks like a my penis looks like a jungle cat looking through the bushes (laughs) 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 you're ready to pounce (laughs) you know what i'm saying uh, saying. (laughs) everyone's talking about this tiger king shit have you seen it yeah it's good have you watched the whole thing yeah i have not seen it you should should i watch it would i like it yeah I think a lot of people, um, they're like, wow, that was crazy, huh? He's so fucking badass, or he's so weird. But, like, the whole time I'm watching it, I'm just, like... bad, right? I'm depressed, yeah. It just... You're just watching a lot of people with mental illnesses being taken advantage of. Isn't he kind of like a cult leader a little bit? Uh, Doc Antle is more of a cultish type leader. There's someone that, like, like, gets girls to have sex with him or something. That's Doc Antle. Like, his penis is the holy thing or something? I don't know what that... I don't know. Isn't there something where, like, the only way to, like, do something is by having sex with him? No, I mean, that's that's uh, given in any uh, certain... It, it wasn't with uh, the Tiger King. That was Doc Antle who runs the place in um, Myrtle Beach where he'll have uh, women come in at the age of 17 or 18. They'll live with him for, like, 20 years, and he'll change their name to sound more Whoa. exotic, and uh, he'll just kind of... I don't know. It's... Uh, he has a lot of defenses for it, but so does everyone kind of like that. I think everyone in the, most people in the documentary, unless they, unless they, there's one guy who he has his teeth fixed now, but he has fucked up teeth. Uh, there's one, uh, one person, he has his arm bitten off, hand or arm bitten off by the tiger. I saw a clip of that. And then there was another guy who has his, uh, Nothing to do with tigers, but his legs are amputated, and those are like the only three decent people. Maybe as well as the TV producer that lost all of his footage, uh, whatever. But well, I've been needing something to watch. You know, after watching, I think you should watch it. Loquisha, I've just been really dying for some other content to watch. It's one of those things where you know how certain documentaries, how like an episode will happen, you're like, oh, they're just kind of lengthening it out they're stretching it out and this one it's like how they just packed as much as they could into it where it's like oh this could have been several more episodes so what's like the premise it's just like these guys that have like a tiger it's it's just about people who own kind of uh big big cat uh sanctuary zoo slash rescues however they want to deem what it is i don't know how the fuck you would ever feel comfortable owning a big cat like that? Their, well, they, their nature is to fucking kill. They go into it. It's a it's a big uh, kind of um, 
there, at least with these people, there is an ego thing about mm. it of feeling strong. You know, you feel like you're at the top of the world. All these people come and watch you like with these animals these and beasts. Yeah. And it gives you the kind of this primal, just I'm an alpha vibe. I feel see that's going to be us at the super megaplex when we get our monkey. <laughs> yes. People that come from all far, far and wide to come see it. Speaking <laughs> of which, we got to have a movie night next week. You got to come over and we're going to watch that French movie. Yes. About the monkey love. We will. I'm very excited <laughs> for that one. That might have to be a commentary track one, too. Who okay. Knows? Who knows? I'm very excited for that. Speaking of uh, foreign films, the director of, of House Who Died. Uh, I know. I'm so glad I got to see it before his passing. I know it doesn't really affect my viewing of it at all, but I'm glad I got to appreciate it while he was... I don't know. It, it, in reality, there is no effect to me having watched it and then him dying in terms of my appreciation for it but there's some kind of like unsaid rhythm or vibe of like being able to appreciate something while the artist is still living. True. Like there's a lot of uh, artists that I didn't get into until after they died and you know it just kind of almost feels weird. Yeah. Like uh, um, it feels like you're just you're now that you're watching it's like oh because you because he died now you're watching it because I didn't never I, I never listened to Mac Miller until after he died mm -hmm. I I had I found a uh, little peep after he died yeah um I think so yeah or like right around when he died so I I felt like a fake fan if I listened to little peeps I'm like oh he just died yeah you know, it's like a little, I look fake for listening uh, I wasn't a fan of like Nicole Brown Simpson until after I found out she passed yeah it's the animation she did talented. Oh, speaking of OJ, <laughs> I've watched uh, Naked Gun and Naked Gun Two and a Half, and I love the humor in those movies. And OJ is a character in both movies. OJ Simpson, he's in the credits. Does he play himself? No, he. Plays... I haven't seen those movies. Last time I saw those movies was when I was on a road trip from Charleston, South Carolina, up to uh, Cape Hatteras, North Carolina, and I watched it in the car with my friend on a mini DVD player. They're some of the only comedy movies that will get me to like laugh because of just the style of humor mm. very dad humory it's classic shit man that's like uh that's uh, like classic comedy right there that's that's the good shit you know what i'm saying you can host the best backyard barbecue when you find a professional on angie to make your backyard the best around connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Speaking of watching documentaries and shit, I, I caught fully up on the Chris Chan documentary, all 34 parts. Really? I only got through episode one. I'm, I'm going to, because I have nothing better to do, my, I'm like, why not binge it? It is a great series to watch on quarantine because each one's about 40 minutes, 34 parts so far. Uh, Mr. McCons just told me he just finished it too. Okay. Um, yeah, I was, we were playing for <laughs> me and Mr. McCons were playing Fortnite recently. For those who don't know, Mr. McCons is a, a grown man we've recently <laughs> Yeah. He's kind of like a 60-year-old dude. <laughs> uh, but yeah, basically, uh, I'm just kidding. He does the special effects in some of our videos. Uh, but it's fucking great. It's by Gino Samuel, and I would suggest everyone go watch that if you're interested in... Uh, Chris Chan because I know there's a lot of jokes about Chris Chan. And no, the guy is very respectful throughout the whole thing He's fully unbiased like he, he yeah, he doesn't he doesn't poke fun He just basically <laughs> takes the events and then narrates them and states them as they happen He as a person may have his own bias biases, but they're not presented that way 
in the documentary. It's very straightforward. This is the information. This is what happened. Mm -hmm. And he's super respectful to everyone. Like there's there's certain people in the documentary that happened during the Chris Chan saga here or there that clearly didn't want to be related. So he'll like beep their names out and stuff, even mm -hmm. though you can still find it online. Uh, and just the fucking I got to say that dude, uh, the amount of time and work it takes to How go in find like Chris Chan's like schoolwork. How did he find shit? it? Because Chris Chan is the most documented person. Yeah, but like, did he upload? Did Christian upload all of that shit? Yeah, like Chris, to, Chris to, like Chan, his own website or Christian used to just upload all of this shit like on their own. And and they they put the problem is they shared too much of their own life with the internet, and now it's just people. They're called Christorians. Uh, started you know really making a hobby, and if you go on the he really Christian wiki it's like today today in christory and you could see things that happen he really is the sad real life version of the truman the show. truman show yeah and the reason i like the documentary so much is because it gets deep because like sure there's a lot to joke about with chris chan obviously um but at the end like it really dives into like the seriousness of of their condition and like what's that one fucker he's like the most infamous he did the julie stuff he's the most infamous troll Blue Spike. Blue Spike. Yeah. He's the one where, like, I remember it's so watching a clip up. where, like, the other trolls were like, hey, this isn't cool. Yeah, they were telling they were like, hey, come on, man. Like, they're breaking character to tell him to stop. And yeah. He was clearly, like, a 13-year-old boy. Uh, but he wouldn't stop. And he did. He, did. he made Chris shove, break his Sonichi medallion and shove it up his ass on camera. Yeah. Luckily, that footage is not, uh, I don't think it's available. But Chris Chan is really just a sad story because it's just someone who has such bad mental illnesses who grew up in a household with not decent parents and uh, never got the help they needed. And then this is right around the time when internet trolling began and just saw the, the worst of it and it just ruined them. I think McCann's uh, mentioned it, but it's apparently it's said in the documentary where like Chris Chan's life was written and directed by the trolls essentially. Yeah. And yeah. It's no, like, 100% because super sad everything because his reality is what they're creating. But he, there's so many things that he still thinks are a part of his reality that were just trolls and jokes and and the sad thing now is uh the documentary is only just at 2011 mm -hmm. it's it just got to the part where, where well, i'm gonna catch up and i'm gonna give you updates please, on please. how i'm enjoying it, it just at part 34 got to the part where chris begins uh transitioning the whole, the whole tom not transitioning yet but it's like the tom girl phase okay of his uh so basically we're not at the at the trans period just yet but it's okay. it's it's beginning um and it's only the beginning of 2011 it's only just begun and it, it's fucking crazy there's a lot of sad shit there's of course there's a lot of funny stuff that that i get a good laugh at and uh it's it's just interesting watching something like that and it really makes me hate like people are it opens your eyes to how mean people can be because they literally created his whole life for him like they will introduce new characters and keep it up for months that he gets romantically uh, attached to just to kill them. Yeah, and then, well, it's the power of an. Ugh, I'm gonna. Always, I always mispronounce it. Anonymity. Anonymity. That's a hard. Anonymity. <laughs> anonymity. I think. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's the problem. Anonymousness. With it. And you know that should exist. There should be that for the internet. You know, that's just kind of like the part of the freedom of the internet. I should be able to comment on some, be, some porn videos and say some nasty stuff without people knowing it's me. You should. Like 100%. That's your right. You shouldn't have to have Not your name attached videos? to it. Yeah. Um, but with that comes people who abuse it to be the most vicious, unforgiving pieces of shit. And for them, like, they'll listen to what I just said and they'll be like... <laughs> <laughs> Like they'll laugh and get a rise out of it because they they know I'm talking about them. It's those types of people. Yeah, they just don't let up. Who troll? Who just try to make someone else's life miserable because then it makes their life better through the enjoyment they get out of your life being miserable. Yeah, and th that's the thing is I think that there is like a degree of I, I think there's like kind of like there there is some trolling in the Christian documentary where it, it's not hurtful it's kind yeah. of like even from an outside perspective it's, like, it's kind of funny well sometimes he does stuff and some of the trolling he deserves it yeah and like there's uh, definitely that sounds mean but there's, no you know how Chris is there's there's definitely trolling or that uh, there, there's definitely trolling that can be funny in certain cases like I've done my fair share of trolling in the days uh, but I've, I haven't ever done anything like vicious you know mm -hmm. like trolling trolling can be fun when you're 
uh, like 20 and you're fucking with people on the internet, but like I don't think when I you're ever... actually fucking with someone in real life and it, it's affecting their mental state and it's affecting like their reality, I guess that's fucked up. The only like trolling, I guess I remember, I guess this would be like the birth of it kind of in terms of in the technological era would be prank calls, right? That's kind of like the one of the first like first yeah. forms of trolling, I guess. And before that, technology. That's yeah, like, that's like the most primitive. Form it went of from trolling. ding dong ditching to oh wow prank calls, and now to ruining some mentally ill person's life. <laughs> <laughs> so, how things expand, it's crazy. It is. It is. It's unreal. Uh, but I seriously, I recommend everyone go watch that. Start on part one. It, it's full of shit. It's it's wild. There's poo poo in it. There is. There is. There is some poo poo in it. Um, there's a little bit of everything in it. Uh, but I, I do, I do respect the man that makes that cause he has to put so much time and effort into making that shit, like to gather this information, to narrate it, to edit it. And he subtitles everything. He'll subtitle a 30 minute long phone call. It's like insane. Um, but yeah, check it out. I also suggest a channel <laughs> called down the rabbit hole, uh, or it's not the ch- channel's called Frederick Knudsen, I think, but he makes a series called down the rabbit hole where he just kind of like looks at different, uh, different people and different things from around the internet and kind of dives down these rabbit holes. He has one on Chris Chan. He has one on uh, R- uh, Wings of Redemption I watched, which is like two hours, but it's really good documentary. Uh, he's also from, he's from South Carolina, from Myrtle Beach. Ooh. And then um, a lot of interesting stuff there. Like my favorite one was one called uh, Temple OS, which is about this um, like 40-year-old guy with schizophrenia that lived with his parents and was the state deemed him like unfit for work. Uh, and he was really smart, though, and he built his own operating system completely from scratch, uh, thinking that, like, God had commanded him to do it. And he was he was making, like, a temple for God to, like, speak to God, and he thought he was God's chosen programmer. Uh, and it's crazy. Like, uh, the story just gets unreal. Uh, and People are interesting. It's really sad. Schizophrenia, I find, is always, like, the most fascinating uh, – uh, it makes very fascinating stories when it's when, when it's added into these mixes because it's just kind of where people completely detach from reality if like untreated um, like imagine if you had it like, yeah there's there's only so much like even a, a sane person could handle yeah like you know it's uh like it's one of those things where you you hear people uh who in cases of it talk about it after the fact after something has happened and it's just like you can tell that there were things that needed to be put in place to help them out but it but help never came whether it was because they like the people around them didn't feel like it was necessary or it's like oh they're they're just acting strange then eventually they get like some sometimes it leads to like extreme paranoia which is when it gets really dangerous yeah it seems like there's a recurring theme where people think the cia is stalking them or stalking like, is a huge uh, recurring theme in, gang schi- in like uh, in extreme cases of schizophrenia no, where people think that like they're like they'll hear something on the radio and think it's like directed directly at them or like they'll a lot of people think that like Do you remember that weird radio call that like it's this guy talking about like I think how the government's coming after him yeah, or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's used in a song, I think. It is, it is. And it's also uh that was on the uh Art Bell show. Mm-hmm. That uh, coast to coast something where the guy talked about like all the paranormal shit, and that guy called in frantic saying that he used to work at Area Fifty One or something, and then he got cut off. The radio station got cut off. Right? Yeah, the whole radio station went down. Yeah, which is it's pretty freaky. <laughs> uh, it's it's go watch that. It's it's very it's very even if it's fake, it's well done. It's one of those ones where like I was in high school and I remember watching it with like Daniel showing me, and I'm we just like kind of freaking out. I remember I, first time I ever saw it was I was laying in bed and it was like two a.m. and everyone else in my house was asleep and I saw that and I was like, oh fuck, because the audio itself is it's, it's unsettling. Yeah, the guy's like freaking out. Oh, I heard that. I was like, is that someone in the house? So every time I start talking about this kind of shit, I start getting paranoid. It's like how we heard it, like a woman say hello. First, we thought we because the thing is, I heard it and then I wasn't going to say anything. And then I was like, "Did you hear someone say hello? But then like a woman say hello. And then you're like, yeah. So we both heard it. I heard it could have been someone outside, like our next door neighbor, honestly. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it could have been those idiots from the beginning of the podcast that yeah. were yelling, those fucking morons. Don't. You're thinking like 10 years, moron's going to be a really bad word. Probably. We're going to get canceled for saying Ah, uh, Who knows? Fucking moron. Only one way to find out. Let time pass. Moron. <laughs> moron. Moron. You deranged, malformed moron. Smash cut to us in our 30s watching this clip like, Jesus Christ. We <laughs> were ruined. Oh, man. But I hope everyone's doing well in quarantine. Uh, 
I, I, I hope that everyone can uh, find some peace and, and be safe and, and healthy and do my suggestion is I know it's very hard to get motivation, but try to use this time to pick up a new hobby or try to learn something new because uh, you might be in it for a bit. And also depending on your surrounding when else in your life is, is the entire world ever going to be shut down like this where you have an excuse to do nothing and you don't have to really respond be responsible for that much unless you work an essential job in True. that case thank you thank you my sister thank you very much you heroes my sister's not had a single day off work yet she's oh. always coming in contact with people and it's very nerve-wracking uh our job is technically essential i think it's our, our multimedia podcast multi- yeah but something like that <laughs> anyway guys uh thank you so much for listening we have more episodes if you haven't listened to them all, and we got more coming on the way. Uh, if you want to uh, also uh, support us uh, with uh, producing content, we have a Patreon you can donate to. Just keep in mind that we are aware of what's going on with COVID-19 and how that can affect people's incomes. So if you are struggling, don't worry. Uh, this is just us, uh, a reminder for people who can comfortably afford it. For all you rich kids. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, again, we have not posted uh, really that much in the last few weeks because it's been tough because Ryan and I only see each other once a week to record stuff. Um, and we've kind of just not had the problem is we don't really have anything to post on Patreon, but we're coming up with some stuff and we have a, a new show coming to the channel soon. That's right. We recorded it today. Yeah, the first episode. We got a new show coming. Uh, that Something I that we, I loved it and yeah. I, I, I had a blast and I think that people are going to like it too. Let's just say it's a new little long-form content show. Sounds that, uh, good to me. I, I think that people are really going to like. Uh, we just got to put some work into the branding and stuff, but it'll be out soon. And I think it'll be a great way to pass the quarantine. Hell effing yeah, brother. All right. Well, Ryan, what do you say we get out of here and fold some clothes? Okay. Yeah? Yeah. Lift some weights, fold some clothes. Let's do it. Hug a little bit, kiss a little bit. I didn't say that. Let's fold. Let's okay, start let's with fold folding clothes, clothes, and then we'll see where it goes from okay, there. Okay, sounds good. All right, bye, guys. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.